Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the OK Vibes podcast. It is I, your host, Justine Monique, back with you with another episode. We're going to be going over my blog post published on September 20th, 2021, titled Five Year Difference of Mind. And today I have a special guest with me. She is one of my best soul sisters. She's so sweet and talented. She is the mother of everyone, and she is a real-time goddess. We got this verified in person from a verified source, so I'm not lying when I say this. She is also the nutmeg to my churro, if that makes any sense. I don't even know if nutmeg goes on churros or not, but if they don't, somebody correct me, at me, and let me know. (laughs) But she is here. Her name is Valley Rain. Valley Rain, can you say hi to the people? Hello, everyone. <laughs> and is there anything you want to let people know about you? Anything people should know? I don't know. I, I love to cook, and I'm pretty good at it. Like Damn good bake. at it. She's underselling that. <laughs> I like to bake, and I'm into, like, crystals, and I do sell them. So, yeah, do a little bit of everything. Yeah, okay, okay. So, as far as this particular topic... I mean, I talked about how just over five years having to learn certain things with myself just to get in a healthier mind space, like learning to mind my own damn business, <laughs> like not worrying about what other people are doing so much, especially if it's not directly affecting me, just the power of saying no, all these different things. So what do you feel like within five years has changed with your mindset and what prompted those changes? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> but a lot of things in life um, changed. But I would definitely say minding my own business. Uh, that's a big one because um, I've learned that not everybody uh, is, like, for you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely learned that. Some hard ways on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um yeah, and I don't need to know what everybody thinks about me, and that's part of minding my own business. Like, I don't need to know how you feel about me. Like, it's, it's a stranger, you know what I mean? If, we're go- if I'm going out and you don't like what I'm wearing, that's not my business, honestly. So This is true. Matter of fact, RuPaul, one of my favorite people. <laughs> me too. <laughs> one of RuPaul's quotes is, what every what is it? Um, oh, I'm going to mess it up, but it's something like, what people think of you is none of your business. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I remember initially being like, what? And I didn't completely get that. And then when I thought about it, I was like, that's right. I shouldn't care about what other people think of me. You know, if it's not really affecting me like that, then why should I care? Mm-hmm. So that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then what else in that five years? Ooh, that's an interesting five years, honestly. <laughs> yes, you've, you've had a deep awakening. I have had a deep awakening. Um, boundaries? Boundaries. Ooh, boundaries, yes. <laughs> boundaries. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes with saying no, because healthy boundaries and saying no. Knowing your limits and not only your limits, like your physical, mental, and emotional limits. You know what I mean? Those are the three, like, most important things. Like, is this for me? Is this healthy for me to, like, focus on? Like, is this healthy for me 
mentally, emotionally, like, this is this wearing down myself? Like, yeah, I think that those three things are, like, really important as in, like, your mindset. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I totally get that. I mean, everything you're saying is nail on the head. And I know for me, I definitely had to go through mainly who was I would say in my circle and looking there first like is this person really contributing or are they more taking and it's not because you know you want to take advantage of people that's not what I mean it's more like the emotional balance and exchange you're getting from a relationship that okay is there more taking going on like are we really both like pouring into each other or you know am I more of a friend of this person or a friend of me that kind of thing you mm-hmm. know or like every time you talk to someone you know we've talked about this they're just bitching every time you talk to them mm-hmm. you're like damn man life can't be that bad or even when you want to like I've had this problem with an old friend before where it seemed like every time I wanted to talk about my problems they barely listened they just had to jump back in and keep talking about themselves Mm -hmm. and that was really frustrating like well damn bitch like whose shoulder do I got to lean on you know I'm steady offering the shoulder for you to cry on and bitch but where can I go to I can't get the same thing in return and that's really frustrating when you have to realize damn maybe this person is not who I thought they were and Maybe I need to make some space or just completely walk away from the situation, which is, you know, easier said than done a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely been through that. (laughs) Cutting the fat out the life. I I agree. I like that analogy. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of gross when you think like, cutting the fat. But I mean, a lot of fat's not good for you. So it makes sense. Yeah. No, absolutely. (laughs) You know, that's not going to strengthen you necessarily. So it's like you got to get the. I don't know if you want to talk about food like lean meat is better for you than like the, the other kind of meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, eat your lean protein or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. The people thing is is huge. So, yeah. yeah. Bound- and healthy boundaries, yeah. Yeah. Because people's energies, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, man. If, I, if I'm around people with a heavy energy, like really negative i i need to decompress afterwards because it's very draining for me same yeah i know same. you experienced that too yeah that's why i've had to leave a lot of jobs <laughs> just that toxic work environment which i'll be talking about that eventually too but yeah like it just makes no sense <laughs> when you go someplace eight hours a day mm-hmm. five days a week and you're just dealing with all this negativity around you people that you're not even sure if you could trust these people Mm -hmm. not to say you should 100% trust everybody but you should have a certain level of trust in your boss and your co-workers to where you feel comfortable about your position at a company you know yeah so when you're not feeling that way and you're feeling undervalued it's like "Mm, yeah I think it might be time to go this is not the place for me yeah yeah so right now I know (laughs) you're in a new position and i know you're feeling things out and everything um do you feel like compared to right now and your other experiences that you've had with your job that because of your mindset change that you can handle things a lot better as far as like working with people that might pose as having like difficult personalities and you know just balancing work and everything compared to before honestly i've always been a people person and i've been good with balancing things but like yeah um I'm in a different environment now. Like, I used to work in the retail field for a very long time. Like, I would have to say, like, 15 years of retail experience. Um, And I was a manager for a few amazing companies. Um, I don't know if I can. I wouldn't. (laughs) 
I'm not going to say. We're just going to say companies you've probably heard of before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, I've worked in retail for a long time, and um, going into, like, I guess it would be, like, tech and considering it being tech and the office, like, lifestyle that's new to me, um, the managerial part is not, like, you know, but, like, you know, balancing day-to-day, that's new, like, you know, having different tasks, um, communicating with people, like, I'm okay with those things, so I don't know how to explain it, but um, it's a different challenge, and I like it, I like it for that reason. Got it. Now, what about personal relationships? What about personal <laughs> relationships? Don't get weird on me, though. <laughs> like, I don't know, people that were lovers, friends, you know, oh. having a, you know, once you started coming more into your own and realizing, hey, maybe this individual is not where I need them to be or where I'd like them to be or, like, you know, they're not really helping build me up in a spiritual way and just recognizing that you might have had to put walls up or set boundaries. Was that, you know, something you found difficult to do with people? Um, for my biggest boundary was my Mm -hmm. ex-husband, um, for a healthy boundary with him. Um, I mean, we have a good relationship with, between, uh, us co-parenting and I, I'm so grateful for that, but, Boundary-wise, I did have to set some boundaries with him because there were some times that we would hook up and it worked out for both of us because, you know, we weren't in relationships at the time. Right. It was just, like, convenient. It was definitely convenient. Yeah, it was like, hey, you over there and who wants to put in the effort to find something new? I got something familiar over here, so, hey, (laughs) come on, swing on through. (laughs) So we had a casual thing going on for a while, like, you know, but... There was a time to, you know, put a stop to it where I need to put myself first and refocus. Like, that's part of that five-year, like, rebuilding mindset and everything. Like, I need to put myself first. My needs come first. And, like, not even that. It's just, like, are you really good enough for me? Mm, do I deserve... That's a great question. And do I deserve this? You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I, I deserve better. You I do! deserve better. And this was mm. not a healthy thing for me. And, you know, I didn't know that right away, but, you know, it was not helping my situation, like, mentally, emotionally. It was putting me in, like, a backward spiral, you know? <sighs> Definitely been there. <laughs> Probably more than once. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The deserving part. Yeah. And I guess I have to ask on that, when did you feel like you realized, like, I deserve better than this damn situation I'm in right now? I would have to say earlier this year. I think I had, like, a spiritual awakening yeah. end of last year, beginning of this year. And I think you've, you've seen me go through it and experience it. Yes, because it seems like we were going through it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I had been scratching. I don't want to say scratch the surface, but I hadn't gone deep enough with doing, like, spiritual work over the years. Because I could feel when I started the change some years ago. But I feel like I clearly still have more work to do. And as you know, when I went through my um, breakup with my fiance, that's what really triggered everything because I had to ask myself, I mean, I asked myself a lot of hard ass questions like, how could I have let this go on? How could I have allowed myself to get like treated this way and all this? And just really having to sit down with my feelings and really dig deep to say, okay, what is the root of this? Why? And how can we prevent this from happening again? And pretty much in the end, it was just, damn, I had a lot of 
childhood trauma that I didn't deal with and didn't realize the links of why I was accepting certain types of behavior mm-hmm. and then understanding that, okay, this is what we need to do. And we also got to realize we are worthy and we got to really lean into ourselves and love ourselves because if not, we're just going to keep getting more bullshit and just keep settling for the same old damn thing all the time. Yeah, I have to piggyback on your childhood trauma thing because I, I had... Uh, due to therapy this uh, earlier this year, like can I, I say, shout out to therapy. Yes, <laughs> like everybody who's thinking about it, just fucking do it. It'll yeah. help. Like yeah, talking to your friends can help, but they can't give you necessarily the tools you may need to yeah. go. Don't be embarrassed. It is a way for you to help yourself. So it's for you. Yes, um, therapy, going through childhood trauma. Like I didn't even realize some of the simpler things were so traumatic to me. You know what I mean? And go digging deeper and, you know, unboxing all these things that I, I buried so deep for a long time. Same. And it was just like, uh, I would say I had like a slight spiritual awakening and like that kind of snowball effect into mm. my like life of, wow, like I didn't know this is how I felt about this and this is how I felt about that and this is how, and that is like, you know, um, it affected a lot of feelings towards my parents, my sibling, and um, I I feel like it was very justified in the therapy, what I went through, mm-hmm. and that was what was, like, mind-blowing, because normally they, people tell you, this is not normal, this is, you know, beat you up about it, right. like, your feelings are not justifiable, it's not okay, like to blame others and whatnot. But they're they're burdening you with responsibilities that are not fair to you as a child. And that's, like, you know, that's not good, like, healthy, um, a healthy way to, you know, nurture a child. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Putting that kind of responsibility and, um, you know, focus on things that they're not even ready for. You know what I mean? And causing all kinds of other issues later on in life exactly and that's why i think also the having learning to have mercy and grace (laughs) comes in because when you realize i guess once you get past or work through like the angry part of it when you realize like oh shit like my parents and other people that were close to me that were supposed to be my caregivers and all that were kind of doing some damage to me at the same time and then you're able to take a step back from that and say okay Maybe it's because, shit, they didn't even have the tools and they really just didn't know. And they were never taught to, you know, maybe be expressive or this is the healthy way that you handle this particular situation. Like, this is how you should possibly talk to your child. And, you know, then you can understand a little more like, well, damn, maybe that's why this happened. Mm -hmm. And instead of just completely crucifying them, you're like, okay, you know, I can give some grace there, but that doesn't excuse everything that happens. It just gives you more of that understanding to be like, oh, they're all human. You know, we're human and, you know, we all do have room to get better, but it's a choice too. Mm -hmm. It's a choice for you to take accountability and to decide I'm going to stop this shit and do better, you know? And it doesn't happen overnight, but still making some kind of progress is better than just brushing everything off brushing people's feelings off and being like whatever it is what it is you know i didn't do shit (laughs) it's like oh you did do some shit you did a lot of shit actually i have a list of the shit right here (laughs) if you want to talk about it because we can so yeah i definitely had to go through that and 
Mm-hmm. And the, the other part I think about that, too, is that just to touch on what you were saying about, you know, I guess people not wanting to receive or say, like, no, it didn't happen like that or no, you know, your feelings aren't justified. A lot of times people don't want to admit that they're wrong Mm -hmm. and they don't understand that admitting that you're wrong doesn't mean like you're a bad person just means you made a mistake maybe you process something incorrectly Mm -hmm. but you're giving um you know you're coming to them to let them know hey i'm not cool with this happening because you want to fix the relationship Mm -hmm. not necessarily because you want to see them suffer for the rest of their life for how they treated you right you know and i feel like also I don't know why this is a thing with humans. They just feel like they can't admit to being wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people, and it's like, you're not perfect. None of us are perfect, so mm-hmm. relax. Like, let's admit it. Let's move on and do better, you know? Mm-hmm. So, damn, man. <laughs> it's just hard because sometimes you have to end up losing people that way, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I definitely agree with um, the mercy and grace theory because, um, yeah, if I didn't learn to forgive because that goes with forgiveness grace um yeah i wouldn't be able to like move on from those childhood traumas and issues and things and you know grow from it and learn from it and build from it exactly now i do have to say for me because i know everybody's forgiveness is different Mm -hmm. (sighs) (laughs) depending on the level of the hurt i experience I could probably forgive you, but for but I may not want you in my life anymore. You know, it's just more like, okay, I'm forgiving so that I can move on, so that I'm not just holding a grudge because I've done that for a long time, holding grudges against people. And it's like, I don't want anybody taking up my headspace like that. You know, it's almost oh, yeah. like there's a saying, I want to say it's by Confucius or something where it's like being, what is it, like holding a grudge or being angry with somebody is like you drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Mm-hmm. So I think about that. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You're walking around pissed off at somebody. They don't even know you're probably pissed off at yeah. them, you know? <laughs> so it's like, let it go. Let's work through it. Try to see if you can work it out with the person. If not, just, you know, leave it alone. But sometimes for me, forgiveness is, okay, I'm going to make this peace with this situation with me because I'm probably not going to get it from this person. Or maybe they just hurt me so much that I don't trust them to even act right towards me consistently anymore and just leave them alone. But then sometimes forgiveness for me can be, okay, we work through this thing. I feel like this person genuinely wants to fix it, and then I can really move on. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there is levels to it, but I have heard a lot of people being like, we got beef, we got beef forever. (laughs) I think Cardi B said that. (laughs) There's a lot of people that think like that. They're just like, oh, we got a problem. Like, I don't give a fuck about solving it and stuff, and that's just the end of it. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. Some things you really are like, okay, I can't, I just can't get past that. But there are some things I feel like, you know, we could try at least to get past. But it does take two. So, you know, the other person's got to be willing to do their part. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Yeah. Mm. So what you think about, like, eating? Oh. <laughs> like, the be- like the eating, like, eating better and mm. not just, like, going wild. Because uh, we're getting older, man, so. I have a, I have <laughs> Shit a- be catching up. <laughs> I have like a 50-50 theory on (laughs) So I love food and I like all kinds of food and I'm of Caribbean descent. So like, yeah, I like it all, you know, like oxtails, um, brown stew chicken, chicken chow mein. That's like from uh, the Guyanese background. But pepper pot. Yes. Shout out to my Guyanese people. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, like I, mm, I love food. I love rich flavors. I love spicy, mm. um, which are probably like you need to balance it all out. That's why I'm saying it's like fifty fifty for me because I have to have a little bit of fried. I have to have a little spicy. Right. I have to have a little, um, you know, tang. I don't know how to explain this, but like I love food. Because okay? <laughs> <laughs> was like I don't discriminate. <laughs> I will eat it all. I will. Yeah, I'll give everything a try at least once, but. Eating healthier, like, you know, I, I, I have been eating healthier, and I, I call my, my salads rabbit, rabbit food. Oh, my it. gosh. <laughs> and it's, it's just a joke. But um, I love my rabbit food, um, and I do get my proteins in my rabbit food. <laughs> there you go. See? So, it's, you know, it's not like a basic little wimpy, like, just salad and tomatoes. It's, no. You know, I it's like to, a hearty salad. Yeah. Yeah. Balance, yeah, I like a good hearty balance. salad. Yeah. I still like some fried sh- shrimps every once in a while. Mm, you know how I love shrimps. Okay, so. Yeah, I love I'm shrimps. never going to not eat shrimp. Yeah. I guess that would only happen if, I don't know, I had some kind of tragic disorder mm. to where somebody was like, oh, man, if you eat that shrimp, you know, it's going to take some years off your life. Which hopefully that will never fucking happen, but cause I love some shrimp. But I know with my food stuff at one point, Especially during the pan, well, the height of the pandemic, because technically we're still going through this shit. Um, man, I was I was eating out a lot, like a lot of more fast food. But that's also because I was working at these jobs that were really stressful. So it's like I'll be so beat from the job. It's like it was just easier to go and get some takeout. And then my former partner at the time was like pretty much the same way, always eating out. So I ended up just eating out a lot, too. So that didn't help. So it was a lot of stress eating and just like, oh, I'm lazy. I don't feel like <laughs> like making a meal for myself situation. Mm-hmm. But once I realized, oh, shit, I didn't gain like 16 pounds. This is not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I had to like back it up some and be like, okay, now, number one, this person is no longer in my life. So I can't allow them to influence my dietary decisions. And I just I'm trying to do better by myself. So that and that means I need to be more mindful about what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. So that means calm down from hitting the damn drive throughs <laughs> like and not only that, of course, get away from the stuff that's causing you stress, like check that. And what else can we change around that? Mm-hmm. Get back to like going out and walking because that's something I love to do because mm-hmm. I was like not doing that. So. Oof, man, <laughs> it's just like you sit here and think about at the time, like I'm thinking, oh, this is impossible. It's so hard, but it's really not that hard. You just make it harder on yourself mm-hmm. because you tell yourself that because the fact is you're trying to look for an excuse to me. I mean, at least for me to you're looking for an excuse to not do the right thing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then once you get started and you build your habit, it's all good. And you're like, damn, look, see, look at that. I should have been doing this. And you start getting all guilty about, damn, I should have been doing this. What's, ha- what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Healthy eating was hard for me because, like, I like the greasy stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do. I, lo- I love fried chicken. A lot and, of people um, like fried chicken. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I have an eclectic taste, I feel like, of food. But I also get a good balance of um, everything, too, because, like, my parents eat very healthy and, you know, eating with them like I eat healthy so that's why I say it's like 50 50 for me (laughs) (laughs) you drink a lot of water too though which is super important I drink lots and lots of water I'm gonna do your um moon waters yes next next cycle yes moon water (laughs) 
<laughs> I have jugs ready. <laughs> Damn, you're making a jug. See, I just like use this and I'll just like put it on my windowsill and I'll get well, that bad boy in the morning, you know? Yeah. You're not going You're putting it. the jugs out. That's serious. <laughs> well, I go through like one of this a day. Damn. Yeah, 32 ounces a day. Yeah, that's, see, for me, I can't even get that thirsty to drink 32 ounces of anything. <laughs> So whenever I hear that, oh, oh, eight cups of water, I'm just like, how? Like, there's, <laughs> I'm not even drinking probably four cups of water <laughs> or anything else for that matter, just because I don't ever feel that thirsty. I guess it's just a me thing. I've never, that I've known of, had, like, dehydration problems, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man, it's working. I mean, we're all different, but mm-hmm. I will tell you, but if you're drinking a lot of soda and sugary stuff, man, you got to get some water, at least... Start off with sparkling flavor water. I feel like that helped me to transition from, like, drinking so much soda. Mm -hmm. Just because it was still, like, the fizz and it had a little flavor, though it's not as sweet. But I feel like that's a good substitute if you're trying to get off soda, if you have a soda. Well, I'll say a bad soda habit. I mean, I don't think there's anything necessarily really bad about drinking. It's just about how much, you know. You know, everything in moderation. Yeah, because I used to, like, soda with every meal. And now I'm, like... That's why I drink so much water, because I love soda. Um, but, you know, more water is better for you. It is. It's way better for Overall. you. Overall. Um, and now I just get the excuse of taking a sip of my kids' Coke every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ooh, I'll see what you got yeah, there. Yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a little bubbly in your life, like you said. But yeah. yeah it's just not going nuts, yeah. They're definitely healthy alternatives, yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, I used to have a bad sugar problem, too, so I try to be mindful of that. <sighs> I I who I couldn't go a day without like a candy bar or something. That was maybe that might have been like ten years ago I had that problem actually, but that was definitely a stress eating situation too. <laughs> like, oh come here, sugar, you're my comfort, nom nom nom, you know? <laughs> and not realizing like, oh, that's actually what that is. I don't really need to get this candy because it's not like I'm even enjoying the taste as much, you know, it's just it just became a bad habit. Yeah, I'm still struggling with that. Hi, <laughs> why I got so many damn cavities over the years, and I got to go to the dentist to get a cavity filled. But uh, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I have, like, a candy drawer at work. Um, and, <laughs> That's a and it's, like, massive. It's not even it's, it's not even just, like, a few pieces. It's, like, a multi. And it's, like, about... Damn, like five pounds. She so got like that <laughs> Halloween variety bag. Yeah, it was. It oh was, my it god! Was, it was from like it was from like Easter. Yeah. We just had what? Yeah, like so. It got yeah, sale Easter and stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? so yeah. Oh, I definitely believe in buying that candy after that yeah, holiday sale, so especially Valentine's. Like what? Yeah. Get that stuff the day after. <laughs> there, these stores are dying to offload that product. Mm-hmm. Best time to buy it. Yep. But see, I guess if you have somebody you're with that's, like, really serious about Valentine's Day, because I'm not, okay, like, I'll just put that out there. I'm like, whatever about it. But not that I hate it. Like, I always get my kids stuff, but I feel like if I have a partner, like, hey, can we not, like, make a huge deal out of this? Because I feel like we should be showing every, ourselves every day that we love each other, so let's not make a huge thing out of it. But if you want to, okay, but <laughs> just know I don't need to do that. But I'd be like, listen, if you're okay with getting this day later candy, <laughs> maybe we could do something, you know. But shit, it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially that tofu. What is it? Stouffer? Tofer? Damn it, I'm messing it up. What is the name? Russell Stover. There you go. Oh, I was gonna get to it eventually. <laughs> I like the I like those chocolates. Of course, Godiva is always good. Yeah. I think who else? Gerard Deli? I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Mm. 
They make some good chocolates, too. They do. That's what the, the goddess on the forest, like... I think so. I think that is the one. <laughs> but the Palmer chocolate? Like, how are they even still in business? Because they mass-produce. <laughs> that shit tastes like chalk to me. I remember eating. I was like, what is this? Is this even chocolate? Did they put any milk or anything in this? Like, the fuck? How is this still on the shelf? It's like straight sugar. It That Palmer's is gross. It has, like, no flavor. Yeah. It's disgusting. I don't know how people eat that. I just don't know how it's still on the shelf. Yeah. I'm like, come on, at least get some Hershey's. What are you doing? Ooh, Hershey's. I love some kisses. <laughs> oh, I like Hershey's, the hugs. The hugs and kisses. Mm, the yeah. hugs. That did, that did not last in my um, office drawer very long, unfortunately. Oh, my gosh. Those are my favorites. <laughs> Dang. Well, I guess now we know what you got to work on next. Huh? <laughs> Well, at least I'm sharing my sugar rush. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this is true. I shouldn't knock you. That's true. Oh, man. So hopefully you don't get any cavities. Um, <laughs> but you're drinking all that water, too. It's probably like washing the sugar off, hopefully. Yeah, actually. Helping um, to get it off. I'm blessed without cavities. I mean, only like two when I was really, really young. You know. Dang. You must yeah. have some strong teeth. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have some strong teeth. Hopefully they stay that way. <laughs> I hope they do. I, I remember <laughs> some time ago reading an article about how some people just, no matter what they do, no matter how great their, like, home dental care is or whatever their dental routine is, like, they're still going to get cavities because they just, their teeth are just naturally more sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if that's my case, then can we just rip the rest out and get some dentures? Because I'm not about to be going through getting no damn cavities and crowns for the rest of my life. Like, that shit's expensive. <laughs> If I didn't care about being in people's mouths, maybe I should just been a dentist. That's where the real bag is. <laughs> Shit, these guys make money. What? Oh. Dentists make money. Yeah, they do. Man. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be in somebody's mouth all day, though. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Like, I think about them and gynecologists. Like, how every day can you look at a vag and you're <laughs> It's different vaginas like every 20 minutes. Yes, but you know they're not all equal. Like somebody's coming in there with a problem. You know, like somebody's like, yo, I got some smelly discharge, doc. I need for you to see what's going on. I don't want to be a part of that. Like that, (laughs) like I don't know, man. Just want the pretty ones. Pretty much. I mean, (laughs) like if that one has a problem, we need to give her a referral. Like we're not doing that. No. That, That's those not the job like, for who you. Who would want that? And then proctologists, same thing. Like, who would want to be a proctologist? You got to, like, be up asses and stuff? That just sounds wild. So, no thank you. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's true. No, it's right? true. I mean, I mean, unless you had an interest in that. I don't know. I mean, it's a bag shit. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, right? I mean, I'm just thinking about I don't feel like I could do that day after day. No, I, de- I definitely couldn't do those kinds of jobs. Yeah, absolutely not. And then what if somebody comes in with a full bush and they have, like, pieces of toilet paper stuck in there? Do you tell them or do you just let it ride? Like, I would be conflicted about that. I would be conflicted. Like, should I tell her she's got, like, little pieces of DP in her pubes? Or should I just let it go, you know? Like, I don't um, know. I think you need to change the type of toilet paper you think because <laughs> it ain't working for you, honey. But I don't know. It's inevitable, right? Because you figure it's soft. It's paper. It's going to break off, you know? Like, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's I, a hell of a job, man. Yeah, it's interesting. And you got to see that ass too, cause it's it's just right there. So it's right in this, it's right in the same area. So you got to see the anus. You're like, oh man, I don't know about this. 
I don't know. What? Oh. <laughs> Listen, everything links to everything. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Oh, it's oh wild. It's just, You're so funny. I'm just dying here. I mean, I feel like you have to think about other people's jobs, what they go through every day, you know? Yeah. Everybody's job isn't easy. It's not. It's, so, a, it's a hard knock life out there. I mean, <laughs> I've heard about people that are really bad with the dentist, so, you know, mm. so where they're, like, fighting the dentist and shit. I wouldn't oh, want wow. that kind of problem. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, I get it. It is uncomfortable, you know? It's not the most comfortable situation to be in, so. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just life. I had the same dentist for, like, the last 10 years, and I really like him. Nice. He's really good. And prior to that, I had a childhood dentist that was terrible that, like, jacked up my teeth even more. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, um, you know, like, how you're supposed to get crowns. It was, like, overly, like, done. It was, like, excessively done. No. Yeah, and I'm so glad that I found this doctor when I found him, like, about 10 years ago. And he was able to fix those issues. Like, Did it re- affect how you were eating and everything? Or you couldn't uh, tell? Th- that was so, why I had some of the pain. Mm. Because they were, like, overly, you know, like, they weren't, like, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't, they didn't fit properly. Like, oh, it was hell just, no. It was just bad. Like, it was bad. But, but fucking, um, were they drunk or something? I mean, how do you, I imagine you put a, this person's put a million crowns and how do you mess that up? Well... You know, this is also when I was a child and my parents didn't have the best insurance. And oh, we, we came no. Here. They got so, like a... Yeah. They got like a <laughs> alleyway dentist in there. Yeah, oh, something no. like that. Something like that. It was... It was... Yeah. It was kind of interesting. I, re- I remember that whole experience, honestly. Oh, my gosh. I was like maybe eight years old. Damn, there yeah. goes the childhood trauma right there. Yeah, I'm telling you. You're like, you're lucky I even go to the dentist anymore after that. <laughs> I mean, I hated going to the dentist after that until I found my dentist the last 10 years, who's quite amazing. And I'm so lucky that my insurance did bounce through. <laughs> like, that I Yeah, had, damn. You know, yeah, so that's like another topic. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole nother one. Like, yeah. why do they even separate the dental from the health? Because I feel like dental care should be a part of health care. Because if you don't take care of shit with your mouth, it's going to affect the rest of you, so... I know. I just think that's strange that they separate that. Yeah, because it's cosmetic. It's considered cosmetic. That's so wild to me. Like, come on, what? So is so is glasses. That's so considered cosmetic? Like, I cosmetic. have to fucking see. Yeah. Can you imagine what's going to happen if I can't see? But don't you... <laughs> like, I'm going to kill everybody in my way when I'm driving. <laughs> right, but, like, you want the... Like, that's how they market the trendier glasses. Mm. The, you know, the LASIK vision fixing or, like, contact lenses because it's more flattering than wearing... Yeah, face. that makes sense. I've heard about people getting, like, LASIK and stuff, which, I mean, I've never had to wear glasses, thankfully, but... I mean, still, I just know people that have, and I'm like, what the hell? But why is that? <laughs> why do you want people not having decent vision walking around? That's like a threat to society. <laughs> I would not want to deal with somebody like I don't know a doctor that can barely see operating on me. What the hell? No, <laughs> no. If, if I could <laughs> that should go, not be cosmetic. If I could go back in time, I'd probably go into the that industry like to become an eye doctor because that's where the money is i was gonna say they get the bag too damn good money man i don't think you have to really touch people that much no you just look at eyes and like they're come on man like (laughs) all day it's less invasive i like that damn so why didn't our parents tell us that this is where the bag really is this is what you should do damn man Mm, the more you know (laughs) until you're way later off i don't know maybe it's not too late but maybe it is too late (laughs) To go to school it's never too that. late. From what I understand, it's never too oh, late. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do you tell somebody, yeah, sorry, you got cataracts? Like, I don't know. How do you have to give somebody bad news? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm okay with that, That's why they that, have though. nurses on staff. <laughs> and, like, unfortunately, we have to <laughs> sit you down and have this conversation with you. Yeah. Mm. Well, I have had a job where I had to fire a lot of people, so I guess I shouldn't worry about that too much. But that's different between somebody's, like, health of their life, you know, yeah. like, your eyes. I mean, I can't imagine having to tell somebody, yeah, you're going to go blind in, like, three weeks. You know, that's but that's fucked up. For overall, though, that's, like, a either a genetic thing or it's not. Like, it's probably linked to their genetic you know that could makeup. be true they still not, might not be happy about it though I, I, of course they're not gonna Start, be happy like, about it spazzing on you about it <laughs> <laughs> you, you, man you do you do scenario um opsis like really like deep in your mind don't you i can't help it that's what happens that's why even <laughs> when i'm sitting at work during the day i'm like oh my gosh i just something will pop in my head i'm like don't laugh do not laugh because if you laugh maniacally you're probably gonna be in <laughs> hr and they're like what the hell's going um, on here so, yes, <laughs> sometimes my thoughts run amok. No, I <laughs> can't do anything to stop it. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't act on a lot of things I think about, so oh, that's, that's the funny. good thing. Yeah. Not that I'm a serial killer or anything, guys. It's just, you know, sometimes when you see something, you're like, hmm, should I say this thing? No, you probably should keep that comment to yourself. <laughs> nah, you don't need to volunteer your yeah. opinion at everybody. No. <laughs> I'm not judging you. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. It's who it I is. am, baby. <laughs> no judgments over here. No judgments. I accept myself wholly, which is not something I could always do. I'm proud of you. Do you feel like you're there with yourself? Accepting myself wholly? Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I can't stress enough about self-love and self-care. Mm, preach. Because... <laughs> If you do not put yourself first, how can you be there for anybody else? Exactly. You know I mean? It's very true. And I think, like, some of the... Um, somebody did, like, explain a scenario to me where, like, on an airplane, if it's going down, you have to put it on yourself before you put it on your kid. Because, like, you can't... Like, you're going to lose air, then you're both going to die. Like, what is the point of that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. So I've heard that saying, too. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, you have to put yourself first for your well-being so that you could be there for those people that you care about. Like, your children, your family, those who need you or depend on you. Exactly. That's exactly right. makes perfect sense to me. So, as we're wrapping up, do you have any final thoughts? Do you have any words of wisdom or anything for anybody <laughs> that you feel like might be going through some shit or they're like ready to they're like scared or feel fearful to take like that self-love plunge with themselves do you have any like advice for those people to tell them anything i would say definitely make time for you mm-hmm. like if you've been thinking about oh i should go get my toes done i should go get my eyebrows done i should go get my nails done do it just take that moment and just do it don't make excuses anymore screw the excuses and just like there is no excuse like take that 20 minutes an hour for yourself go get your nails did your hair did whatever makes you happy because then you'll be you'll feel better and when you feel better you be better like i really believe that i believe that too self-love is the best love everybody has that is so true i feel like once you get to that point like damn it'll really open up your eyes and make you realize what your worth really is absolutely and how much you've been pretty much shortchanging yourself you know 
Yeah. And that everybody shouldn't have access to your energy. I believe that, too. Oh, I completely agree with yeah. that. Because yeah. everybody does not deserve it. Protect it. Protect it. <laughs> exactly. Carry crystals. Wear crystals. Damn right. I have my crystals every day, baby. <laughs> Got one in the purse. Mm-hmm. I wear wear some to work. Like, what? Are crystals in my car? The crystals are everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And don't hate if you don't know about crystals. Look them up. <laughs> Maybe you better look them up. <laughs> There's no excuse now. It's like encyclopedias and shit. Everything. Everything. So many sources. Yeah, so many sources out there. Do you want to shout out your socials or your, your business? People can know where to find you at. They want to know more. Don't get uh, scared now. Well, <laughs> so for my Instagram, it's it's sad I don't know this. Um, it's <laughs> Valley underscore Rain and the letter J after Rain. Um, and for that's my regular that's my personal and then my business one is Valley. Rain one word underscore rotigal r o t i g y a l, and you can find me on Instagram. Woo! And I'll make sure I'll put that information in the show description so y'all can find it and get to her, find her, follow her, like it, do the things on the socials. Be respectful though, because I will come for you if you're not. <laughs> Possibly, I mean, I shouldn't say that because I'm not. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time trying to track down somebody online. <laughs> I got other shit to do, okay? <laughs> so just come respectfully is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be coming with no bullshit. And don't be sending no clit and dick and ass pics. Unless you want that. I don't know. Maybe you might want that. No, thank you. Maybe if the lighting's nice. You gotta know how to light your pictures. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, that is all we got, people. Thank you for joining us so much appreciate it all the time and y'all want to follow me on my instagram and twitter it's at justine monique j-u-s-t-i-n-e-m-o-n-i-k-u-e bye